In this video podcast, I speak to Connor Swift, former British road race champion and also a member of the Great Britain team at the Tour of Britain. We talk about his aims and ambitions for the race. We talk about the stages so far, and we also look ahead to the World Championships in just a few weeks. And we also talk about the ultimate toothpaste strategy. Connor, thanks very much for joining us on this We Love Cycling podcast video cast. I don't know what you technically would call it, but how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. Uh, four stages into the Tour of Britain and we got uh, pretty wet yesterday. Uh, and then, yeah, a grim, grim, grippy day today. So, yeah, the, the fatigue settling in a little bit now. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> apart from that, all good. So, okay, I know you, the stage started today. Uh, it was all entirely in Yorkshire, isn't it? Um, your home, yeah. your home county, of course. But where are you now? Just describe the hotel to me, because um, you, you clearly you appear to me to be in bed with your feet up, which is good news. Yes. Uh, but where in the world are you, mate? We are in Rotherham, uh, <laughs> and it is a luxury holiday inn, Very and nice. uh, the carpet is, you know, uh, lined. It's not too bad. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of wood around. And uh, yeah, the 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 bed. What would you call this? The bedboard. Nice. It's actually quite comfortable. This. Yeah, the, the head. Against. It's like a headboard. So yeah, headboard. Sort of, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Headboard. Oh, and I tell you what. What? In a double bed. Well, in fact, this is sort of a three-quarter bed, but it's bigger than a single bed. And so far, five o four hotels been in a double bed in all of them. Luxury. Luxury. That's not that's not bad going, is it? That's well, I, I, had to, I, I had to win a game of rock paper scissors against Jake Stewart for one of the double beds, but <laughs> it was fair. It was fair. Fair enough, mate. That's a good way to split things, isn't it? It's a good way to split things. Now, before we kick off with a bit of a chat, um, obviously we we did a podcast a year ago um, at the Tour of Britain, and um, we ended up talking about biscuits, didn't we? Quite a lot. Um, we did. Now it's really important, you know, us being British, we do like if we can to have a little treat of biscuits in the room. Now, you so far, you you messaged me on Instagram to say that no biscuits in the room so far. So can you give us the news? What's the latest, um, Connor? uh, Well, one second. Let me just check. Go on, go and check. I don't want to give any false information. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to check. I'm a bit nervous. It's it's bad news, unfortunately. Yeah, no biscuits again. Just it's, It's just a sign of the times, isn't it, really? It's austerity no. gone mad. Ah, they, they're cutting back, aren't they? I can't it's, believe it. Trying to save save costs, and ah, I can only hope for the the future hotels. Yeah, I mean, so so basically, what? every sorry, I've I've had quite a few offers, packs of biscuits from people, <laughs> so I might just plug it on Instagram more often. You know, it's a good idea. <laughs> Tell you what, mate. You know what? You know, you got a good following. You know, you're well known. You're a likable chap. I mean, uh, and I've, I've had it before. I mean. You know, um, I, I, if I were you, I would say next uh, Tour of Britain start town or finish town, come and see me with your biscuits. And I can guarantee you'll get a big pile of biscuits for the lads and yourself and you can get the best pick. Yeah, so, sounds good. And, and the biscuit barrel at home, you know, potentially stocked up for the rest of the year. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Well, that's a good tactic. So home t- home home county in Yorkshire today. I mean, I was commentating earlier on on the, on the race Um a lot of headwind, but a lot of crosswind. It's, it, it was a funny old stage today, but one thing is for sure, it looked really grippy, the heavy roads of Yorkshire. What was it like out there for you personally? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, hard stage, you know, um, just constantly up and down, you know, the roads aren't super fast either. And, you know, I, I uh, wanted to be in the, the break today, but uh, other teams had other plans. And um, yeah, it wasn't the fact that I didn't try because gave it a good old nudge a fair few times. And then, um, and then yeah, then it got, uh, I think, Pigcock attacked on the second KOM of the day. And that sort of split the bunch in two. Uh, that came back together and then there was a bit of control in the bunch for, for some time until it kicked off again on the you know final two KOM so you know a solid day out not just for you know uh, me trying to get in the break but the whole peloton really just you know just with the fact of it was proper racing it was good it was, it was like it? a bit of a boxing match you know just people taking hits out of each other it was uh yeah solid it, it was it, it... Uh, because of the way the GC is set or was set coming in today, it's changed hands again, as we know. Uh, the lad, young lad, well, the lad from Movistar has got it now. But it it was almost like a reset and almost like a single day, wasn't it? It was an unusual race, the way the break didn't took ages to go, never really got much of a, a gap. And then the bunch kept splitting. And then the little thing at the end, it, it did feel more like a single day classic than a classic mid, mid-stage race stage, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's just the fact with, you know, the amount of guys that was still on around 14 seconds or something on GC, combined with the fact that, uh, you know, Canyon with the Sun God had the leader's jersey, a continental team, you know, uh, with the leader's jersey for the first time, you know, that kind of uh, kind of meant that the World Tour teams could, you know, sort of go on the offensive and just, uh, yeah, just have a hard, hard day out and, and then also being the sort of queen stage of the race today was sort of the day, you know, to solidify, you know, that sort of GC result potentially. And um, just explain again, you're, we've got the Tour of Britain is got World Tour teams. I think it's five or six World, five World Tour teams, six or seven pro teams, a load of Conti teams and also a, G, a national team, Great Britain. Now, you ride for Ikea Samzik, as we know. If anybody doesn't, you ride for Ikea Samzik, ridden the Tour a couple of times. So how did it come to pass that you're riding for Great Britain? Um, because you've got quite a young team. Well, you're still only, only only 26, but you and Jake are the elder statesmen in the team, aren't you? So how did that um, come to pass? But it's great that you're riding, but the team must have yeah. been more than happy to, to let you ride. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm clocking on now, 20, 26, <laughs> old dog in the team. But, um, yeah, so it kind of came about the fact that uh, I'm going to the Worlds, which obviously yep. super happy about. Brilliant. And with Arkea racing the Vuelta, there's only sort of, I could have only done two one days um, prior to the Worlds. So I... Uh, Matt Bramier from uh, obviously GB offered you know a spot on the team to to race for for Great Britain and he always kind of searches for a more experienced guy or potentially a professional that's not got many races on you know this and this late in the season to come in and work with you know the the young younger lads the under twenty three lads and just share a bit of experience and things like that so he offered me uh, a place on the team uh, just for good you know world to prep. And uh, yeah, I spoke with Arkea and they was okay with that. So um, yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm here. And then for Jake's side of things, obviously he was at the Vuelta, but had to unfortunately leave due to sickness. Um, and obviously he's on the world's world's team too. So I think he had a, a good chat with uh, Matt. And yeah, luckily you know he got over his sickness pretty quick. And 
he's here and uh, ripping ripping the stages up. Yeah, he is. He's, he put a big. Um, he's had a couple. He's had a second, isn't he, and a, and a sixth yeah. yesterday, and then was. I was wondering why he was ripping it up on the front today, but it was, I would imagine, was it to set up um, Sam? Sam. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, obviously the first, those two were, you know, you're sort of hybrid sprinters. They're, yeah. they're you know, they're, they're, good they're fast, fast, in a, fast in a group, you know, that's whittled down or it's been a tough day. So the first, um, the first day that was uphill, you know, we went for Jake. Uh, the second day, obviously, Jake again, and he, he came away with second. And then, then yesterday, the, the breakaway stayed to the line. And then the fact that, you know, Sam's going to the Worlds for the under-23 team, you know, it's it was nice to, you know, give a bit of an opportunity to him today. Um, and, uh, and yeah, obviously in the final there, Jake was working hard to make sure Sam could uh, play for the for the win. Indeed. Well, it was, a, I mean, a really riveting stage at the end. Proper exciting bike race, especially that last 25, 30k. Um, and while you're on the subject to the Worlds, um, how much do you know? I mean, you, obviously, congratulations, mate. The world is, it's just a brilliant race to ride, isn't it? It, it is. It's its its something special about the world. Obviously, you've you have ridden the tour and stuff like that, being British champion, but the world is unique, isn't it? Explain why it's so, such a special race. A hundred percent. You know, um, well, it's, it's the world's championships. It's, it is the, the biggest sort of one day race there is. And, you know, the guy that wins is, is, is the world champion, you know, you can't, you can't really beat that, can you? No. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's super special. And, you know, the fans that come out to, to watch the worlds as well, uh, are amazing racing, racing the last year, uh, in Belgium, that was just absolutely mental. Um, and yeah, really, really looking forward to Australia this year. First time going out to Australia and, and the teams are pretty, uh, pretty cool team. And yeah, hopefully we can, uh, you know, come away with that rainbow definitely mate well you've got a cracking team and obviously the lads over at who are doing the world especially fred uh, fred's mm. flying as well you all seem to be in good shape and uh and quite clearly when you look back at riders who've there has been several world champions recently kwiatkowski uh ala philippe have used the the great uh, the tour of britain and obviously it's prestigious in itself winning stages getting up there overall but it is perfect prep it's placement and the, when it finishes you've got a couple of weeks of tapering finishing off that bit of form it's really ideal isn't it yeah, exactly, and I, I think that's the the reason why you know Brammy was pretty keen to, you know, and that that's what he said. There's no no real better prep for for the worlds than than Tour of Britain, just the way it fits in the calendar and just how how close it is uh, before the worlds. Um, so yeah, and as you see today, that the racing was you know pretty full on and yeah, uh, pretty hard. So uh, so yeah, it's, it's 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 good. And okay, talked about the worlds. Give us a little bit of an insight into what a, a typical day is. I mean, I know what a typical day is on the stage race, but for somebody who's wondering what you get up to and what the routine is, I know there's quite a lot of transfers in the Tour of Britain, but okay, what, what's the plan for tomorrow? Can you talk us through what, what you, apart from the, the riding, the, the before and the after? Because there's quite a lot of stages to it, isn't there? There's quite a lot, and quite a yeah, lot of driving. Yeah, yeah definitely. And that, uh, yeah, just, just reflecting a little bit, that was one thing noticed after the Tour de France, like, you you get home and you can sort of relax just because and I'm going to explain now every day you're on sort of a time schedule uh, so for example Mr Herity has popped a message in the WhatsApp group and he said um, 
uh, breakfast. Uh, I've not got my phone near me, but I'm just going to make it up. Obviously, he'll say break breakfast, 8.30. We'll leave the hotel, let's say 9.15. He'll give us the transfer time. We get. Oh, is it 7.30 tomorrow? <laughs> oh, oh, no. 7.30. So, obviously, you've got to be thinking how much time, <laughs> extra time do you want in bed? Uh, and then you've got to be planning when you're going to eat your breakfast uh, compared to leaving the hotel. Uh, you've got your transfer, you've got your uh, team sign-on, you've got your team meeting before the race, and then you've got the race start. So that's that's a lot of little little timings that you've got there um, just to just to nail down. And then obviously you, you do the race, get to the finish line, see the, see the Swanee, quick Fanta or Coke, get back to the little camper, shower, changed. Then you've got another transfer. They're roughly around an hour and a half at the Tour of Britain, you know. Quite, quite long transfers, get back, massage, fit in your Zoom calls with Mr. Matt Stevens, <laughs> and then and then get some get some food down you again, Brilliant and then stuff. obviously on on the transfer back to the hotel, yeah, you, you you're eating your your rice or your pasta or whatever. So yeah, then you finish your meal, come back to the room. Last night, what did we have on first dates? Didn't we? Watched watched a bit of first dates last night. <laughs> the, the other, Is that the other Jake? Boys, are, you, are you rooming with Jake? Yeah, yeah, I got Jake Stewart here. Hey up, Jake. So uh, he's saying hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then a couple of the other lads, they were watching Titanic the other night. So, uh, Blimey. Yeah, bit bit serious there. That's and pretty, then, pretty um, heavy. Chill out after food and sleep and repeat. It, it, it is. It's a proper routine though, isn't it? But you, I used to find as soon as you get like halfway into a stage race, even a week long one, you, again, everybody's different, aren't they? But you, after about four or five days, you start to feel that that heaviness in your legs and you wake up in the morning, don't you? Well, I generally did, uh, Connor, you know, but um, yeah. and it's all about snatching those little moments and keeping your feet up and and basically just just resting as much as you can. I mean, was it Sean Kelly? It's a famous quote, isn't it, that the stage race is often one in bed. It's about that recovery time, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's 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 super important. Get, get off your feet and, uh, you know, compression socks, massage, just the you know nutrition and then yeah just making sure you you you're catching your winks getting to yeah. bed uh, nice and early and yeah um yeah recovery is massive have you got any weird superstitions connor that you do before the start of a race have you got any things that you have to do or because i know a lot of riders haven't but a lot of riders yeah. have got some pretty strange quirks so have you got any i did and I like to sack it off just because of <laughs> just because of the timings. You know, okay. when I used, I, I when I was here, I used to race in the UK on the continental team. I literally every morning, uh, race day, uh, I'd make sure I, I had a shower. Um, just you know, just before the race, like um, wow. And and now with with the tight tight timings, obviously, look like tomorrow we've we've got to have breakfast at seven thirty, and we've got to be out the door by eight or whatever it is it's it's too much of a rush uh you know you obviously you can have a quick quick shower but yeah. you know I'd, I'd normally back in the day make sure i'd have you know a, a decent nice shower potentially shave the legs or whatever but uh but now no i've had to i've had to sack that off but if there is time then i do do take a shower right. in the morning so you're a clearly a two showers a day kind of guy a hundred percent yeah you know, like yeah. two two showers a day uh, if i can but yeah, you know, that used to be the tradition, but now it's not always possible. 
who showers swift we're going to call you from now on mate i'm, af- I'm afraid that might stick that might end up in um in my in my commentary um and, well, <laughs> but, but yeah um so um yeah so who are you always rooming with jake or does as john heritage john Her- i managed i mean john managed me several years ago well 20 25 yeah. years ago uh he's a great manager but does he rotate the rooms around a little bit or is it, are you always with jake uh, yeah, so so this race so far, I've always been with Jake. Um, so yeah, I presume it's gonna gonna stay like that. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. And yeah, it's no no problem. I don't, I don't I don't know if you can hear my questions. Obviously, you've got your headphones in, but you can hear yeah. your answers. But be honest with me. Um, I mean, um, you're both guests on my pod, but what's he like as a roommate? Is he tidy? Is he you know what is he untidy? What what's he like? But be honest. To be honest, I don't know if he feels the same way, but I'd say he's very similar to me. He's All right. tidy, you know, I don't know. Yeah, very, very similar attributes. Maybe he, he disagrees, but, you I know, ah, oh, he agrees. There we go. <laughs> I, you know, there's no snoring. There's no annoying things. <laughs> like, yeah, we've both got our own sort of side of the room, you know, Rock paper scissors for the double bed. Fair game. No one's, no one's trying to be the upper dog or whatever. Um, and then yeah, even chilled out, watched a bit of TV, have a chat in the room. No one's too unsociable. That's good. And uh, there's no one. Also, sometimes you find this is also why I had to sack off the shower before the race because everyone needs their own time in the bathroom in the morning. Yes. And obviously, if you're on a tight schedule. You're having a shower, you're going to annoy the other guy, aren't you? Um, so yeah, there's no, I, I haven't found so far with Jake, you know, brushing our teeth, he'll go in there, brush his, load up his toothbrush, brush his teeth in the in the bedroom. I'll go in there, load up my toothbrush, be in the bedroom. You know, we're both out of the bathroom. That's very good, efficient. You've got, you got a proper good, system. Good time is, it's, it's efficient. Yeah. Yeah. No one's good... ho- hogging the bathroom. So yeah. And especially because at the Tour of Britain, as opposed to uh, the Tour, the Giro, the Vuelta, even quite early starts, aren't they? And tomorrow, again, it's five to 11, isn't it? So quite early starts with the transfers, that little bit in the morning. It could, could mean an extra five or 10 minutes in bed if you get your bathroom strategy spot on. Exactly. Yeah. And also, like, you know, you discuss before you go sleep or what time shall we set the alarm? We're on the same sort of wavelength, same sort okay. of timings. Sometimes you get someone that, you know, they're really pushing it to the limit and you're like, you're stressing out because then you don't want to be setting your alarm too early and then annoying them. But <laughs> you've got to have around an hour. Around an hour is nice. Whereas, you know, some guys are like, they, they can easily do everything in 30 minutes, but it's too much stress for me, that. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to give 40, 45 minutes or, or an hour I like to give. So, you yeah. know, I can make a nice cup of tea or a cup of coffee and so there's no stress. I don't want to be frantic. I want it. I want no. things to be to be nice and calm. And and as I say, but when you, it's one thing being on your own in a room. Oh, the light's gone out. Oh, there, there you go. go. Back on. There you go, mate. Sorry about that, mate. I thought you disappeared. Now, aren't we? Oh, that that's better. Dark. That is a, a little bit better. Cheers, <laughs> mate. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, nobody really talks about the tactics that are employed um, in the hotel room. And this is what I'm trying to sort of unearth, trying to explain to yeah. people. It's not just about out on the road team meetings. A lot of ra- races could be won um, with with top level toothbrushing techniques. You never know. Exactly. When you look at when you're looking at marginal gains and you're drilling down and looking at you know um, how how can you make a difference. There's one. I mean, that's, there is one. 
That, that's impressive, mate. Okay, <laughs> just a little bit about about from toothpaste to nutrition. Um, unless you actually eat toothpaste, I don't know how much nutritional value it's got. Um, what is your favourite post ride bit of grub? What's your favourite bit of food? Um, as soon as you get off, your little can of Fanta or can of Coke. But what do you like in the in the camper at the end of a bike race? Uh, yeah, so um, normally I like my my protein shake with you know some some sort of almond milk or milk. So it's like a nice smoothie contexture. And then um, I've not been too demanding here, but normally, like, well, it's not demanding. It's just the fact that normally uh, with Arkea, there's uh, overnight oats in the morning and whatever's left over gets put on the camper. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm really big on my porridge and my overnight oats. So post, uh, post-stage throughout the whole tour, yeah, I just get a load of, you know, like overnight oats in me and just add a bit of granola and stuff with it a bit of honey it's you know something that i really really enjoy and and then yeah pasta and rice sometimes get a bit bit boring so uh yeah i like i like my overnight oats overnight oats that's that that's my go-to post race meal i'd say yeah and it's it's great i mean from a technical perspective it's great i mean oats um it's it's borderline superfood isn't it oats i mean the amount and the complex carbs um it's really tasty. It's also good for your skin as well. Um, oh, is it good for your skin? If, yeah. if you've got dry skin, um, back because I've, I've got quite dry skin, and back in the day, um, I was told to um, get a bag, a pair of tights, you know, like a pair of like, put some oats in it, tie it around the bath tap, and run the water over the over the oats, and you get this milky milky bath. And I tell you what, it made my yeah. skin nice and soft, mate. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah, so you, you could possibly try that, but it depends if you've got enough time in the morning. Um, yeah, exactly. But again, again, with the tight schedule, probably not, mate. Um, probably not. But um, I, I know I don't want to take up um, too much more of your time, mate. But ha- what's the plan um, for the the coming stages? Obviously, you want to try and get that big stage win, um, try and get yeah. someone up there overall. But what what um, what do you want to try and get out of this race? Yeah. So uh, for me personally, um, yeah, we want to want to want a stage win and. The way to do that would be from from a breakaway. Uh, you know, you're looking at stages six and seven. The, the starts are you know pretty hard uphill, so it's going to be a strong group that goes away. And then, as you've seen yesterday, which should have normally been a sprint sprint day, uh, the breakaway stayed. Um, so yeah, those, those two stages there potentially, you know, the breakaway is going to go go to the line. And you often find that in the Tour of Britain, you know, there's a couple of stages where the, the breakaway goes all the way. And then if not, or if, if I don't actually make it in the move, because sometimes it is a little bit of a lottery, um, then it's a case of if it is a sprint behind uh, Jake or Sam, you know, those those two are definitely capable of, you know, taking a stage win um, as well. And um, with that, they're, they're also quite, with taking like sort of bonus seconds, they're kind of high up there on the GC as well. So that's kind of a reason why I've, I've lost time on the GC so that I'm allowed to, you know, go up the road and, yep. you know, not be a threat to GC and then, you know, try and take a stage win that way. Uh, because yeah, if I'm in a group with those two boys, they're, they're both faster than me in a sprint. So it'll be, it'll be for them. That's our, that's our goals. And, and then, yeah, the other, the other lads, the other younger, younger boys um, can easily get stuck into, you know, a breakaway as, as well. And uh, just help out throughout the stage, you know, and in the final. 
Good stuff, mate. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting to you, mate. Thank you for being so generous with your time. Um, I'm glad that you and Jake get on and you've got, um, it's a th- thanks for being so honest about your, your bathroom strategy as well. Oh, just yeah. a quick question. I know that uh, Jake was sorting out his, ba- his patio in, his, in, his, in the back of his house, wasn't he? Um, yeah. Can you just ask him how he's gone on with that? Just for a bit of an update from me. Uh, Matty, <laughs> he's, he's asking how your, how your patio, your patio update, your house has gone. <laughs> Terrible. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're not laid any any more patio down. No, no, we've got a fencing now. Oh, he's got a fencing. No patio still. All oh, right, okay. Well maybe he said I mean, send you a photo. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean a, 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 a picture of a dug up non-existent patio would be wonderful <laughs> thanks very much anyway best of luck Ed. make sure you say hello to john uh, the team manager and yes. the rest of the lads um and also Excellent. if i don't speak to you beforehand um uh, all the very best in the world championships i'll be watching yes thank um, you and uh, but thanks mate take care connor thanks very much bud cheers appreciate it cheers mate perfect that's great cool. mate uh, really appreciate that, mate. I'll, um, I'm just going to upload it from my end. So you're all done, buddy. So uh, I should yeah, just, nice um, yeah, thanks, buddy. And, and seriously, best of all luck. Thanks for being so generous with your time. Um, yeah, no problem. I'm doing a similar chat tomorrow. Just doing two of these, uh, one with Lucas yeah. Post- Postelberger, because he's a, he's a, ah, okay. he's a funny yeah, he's a character, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah, 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 he's, uh, yeah. He's, and again, a guest of the pod as well. So it's always nice yeah. to sort of uh, know somebody. But anyway, all the best, mate. Enjoy your tea. Okay. What's, for, what's for dinner? Do you know? Ooh, bit of buffet food, in it. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, we've had a bit of crumble, crumble the past past few nights. So, hoping for a good dessert tonight. Nice one. Not nice to one. say the crumble's bad, but the crumble right. wasn't amazing. Fair enough. Oh, I've just got a text from Jake Stewart. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, here we go. It's a picture of his fence. Oh yeah, it's uh, there's a bit of work to do there, isn't there? You can't really see that, but uh, well, you can look at it on his phone, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, have but... a look. <laughs> work to do. Yes. Oh, oh, blimey! Oh, blimey! Yeah, uh, that's. Oh, the pat- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, all the best with that, Jake. Um, yeah, blimey. Right. Well, thanks a lot, lads, and I'll, ca- I'll catch <laughs> nice you soon. One. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Cool. Catch you later. Bye. Yes, bye. Bye.